Hi there, and welcome to a very special episode of The Mock-Up. Today I sit down with Caliche, they, ella, yo, a mineral deposit of gravel, sand, and nitrates found especially in dry areas of Latin America. They are, they are a queer, queer Sioux, Sioux Tejanx, Tejanx displaced, displaced from the Fort Assiniboine, and Sioux tribes of Montana. They have lived upon the prehistoric ruins of the Permian Basin. They hold an M.A. specializing in the poetry of Sor Juana Inés de la Cruz. They're rooted in the interdisciplinary natures, and their work dwells within the kitchen, its sciences, and philosophies. You can find their work in Daily Drunk Magazine, Mixed Magazine, and Honey Literary. In their most recent publication, Caliche Untapped, imbibed at a local beer garden consisting of short-form poetry, the words explore the complexities of beer tasting as well as issues of queerness, relationships, and alcoholism. And this Friday, February 25th, at the Hand Cafe in Midland, there will be a poetry reading and open mic starting at 6.30 p.m. I recommend Caliche Untapped to all of our listeners. I keep rereading these poems, and every time I discover something new about them, they are clever, they're packed with humor and insight. It is a joyful and engaging read for anybody. So without further ado, a conversation catching up with a dear old friend. Hi. Oh, (laughs) there you are. (laughs) <laughs> well, I don't know. I haven't sat here in a while. I don't usually do like Zoom anymore. So I don't ever do camera on Zoom because <laughs> it's really? usually for work and I'm usually like in sweats and like haven't showered and don't yeah. want to be seen. Yes, exactly. That's how I feel. <sighs> But I usually just, like, sit wherever I am and just, like, chill there. Nice. (sighs) I feel like I've been going everywhere today. What has today been? Errands and... Yeah, I was off because we didn't have school today, so I was just hanging out. Yeah, I had um, lunch with my mom and my sisters. Do you Mm. remember that coffee shop? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it's an interesting vibe in there. Uh, yeah I remember when they first opened up they're like we only want to hire Christians and my friend was like helping them open it up and she was like um that's illegal (laughs) (laughs) so we don't know if we can do that that's so funny she's like you could go to jail (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so we kind typically when we do an episode we just kind of start talking and just go from there um thank you for sending me your bio because that'll be perfect for me to do like the intro later like perfect I'm so (laughs) glad you said that and it's incredible even your bio is poetry like it was so beautiful to read (laughs) oh thank you (laughs) yeah but yeah so we can just kind of like dive into it we haven't caught up in years it feels like so I feel like I don't really know a lot that's going on with you like I've you know bits and pieces here and there but yeah so I mean where are you what are you doing what does life look like right now um so I've been focusing on poetry um like when the panini hit I was just like let's go full force into it 
and I was taking a poetry class and then I just went from there and then uh, I stumbled upon Untapped one day like when everybody was like drinking heavily and there was like wine bottles in the garbage like out the well zoo like I was like oh my gosh I should go back to like drinking like not in an unhealthy way but like maybe I should just would like the drink um and so I would get like I don't know tall boys and just go walking around <laughs> um and then I just started going back to untapped the the beer social app um and there I had a bunch of like little couplets and just little poem things like poem notes because at the beer garden they used to have like a little check-in um with the little gnome and you could have like a timestamp and everything and uh so cute I I would take pictures of my beers because I wanted a beer stein but then they stopped and Clint he had one and so every time he would go he'd be like just drinking out of his stein I was so jealous of him um so I just revisited that and I worked on it and I made it into a chapbook and I submitted it last year and uh one of the I just I don't know I just picked random places and I was like I have this chapbook like would you be interested in it and luckily one of the places I found uh there was a girl who's not a local but she knows the area she's family in Odessa and so she was like, I just, it just resonated with me. And so it just went from there. And yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> you said that you start, or you decided to start drinking again. Was there an intentional pause there? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know, just growing up in this area, there's nothing to do but drink. So <laughs> for a long time, you can just like get in the habit of living for the weekend and um, sometimes the weekend starts on Thursday, sometimes it starts on Tuesday. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, I just wasn't a part of that lifestyle. And so I stopped and then, um, I picked it up by going to the beer garden and, um, I was just hanging around people there and I made friends with the bartenders and I worked with some of them at different restaurants. And so like I just I don't know I just would go there all the time and drink and then like I had friends who went there and there was all kinds of social stuff there you know like people would get off of work on like Thursdays or they have a half day on Fridays and they just go up and drink and it was just lovely so I stopped and then over the pandemic I was like pushing pause on that before because I just was like let's try a year for sobriety and then the pandemic hit and I was like no <laughs> 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 terrible timing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 it's funny you mentioned like growing up in this area and not really having you know much to do one of your poems that I read a line in particular smoke breaks with kittens it, like it transported me back to like the good old days like you know times at the pine box times going to see bands and stuff like that mm -hmm. times like spent with friends at their you know parents houses later just like it felt like youth like just reading that line because it just mm -hmm. like and what I love about your poetry because I struggle with this is it's so concise but it says so much like in um. such a little <laughs> amount of like space is that a conscious decision is that something you worked towards 
yeah so the concept is like contains or less so five lines or less and so i just went through and i labeled all of them like there's haikus and jews i mean sinners um like just all different kinds of it's mainly like eastern things but um just little short bits of poetry wherever like it really is just supposed to be like a, a taste of beer you know what i mean like if you have a beer flight like this is something like quick to go through because that's what untapped is it's just like a, a quick little beer social like oh i drink this beer and this is what i thought about it you know and then um like as you drink and drink and drink like more things come out, but you can't really say them because then it'll explode into something different. Like we always talk about like the different kinds of drunks, like are you angry, are you sad, are you whatever, you know what I mean? So I kind of kept it like short where it wouldn't be too involved or yeah. too dramatic. Yeah, I really like that. Um, what kind of drunk do you think you are? <laughs> I'm all over the place, <laughs> all over the place. I yeah feel that I like I swing back and forth between very affectionate and very confrontational like there are just <laughs> two ends of the spectrum and I am one or the other <laughs> mm -hmm. yes I feel that it's like it could change at any moment yeah and um <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's all based on like relationships you know what I mean like who you see what's happening like I remember a couple of times like somebody would walk into the beer garden and I was just like, <gasps> they're here. And it's just wild. And so it changes, changes completely. Yeah. Or remember like they, they would do like a lot of like um, karaoke. So that definitely like went up with the vibes. That was always fun. Yeah, I never had the chance to make it out there. So I've heard lots of stories, but never actually got to experience it. And it's closed down since, right? what yeah he did close down after the pandemic hit um he made the conscious decision like in april or may sometime i don't know um and then they've been open for like random events like they're supposed to before like our little snowstorm we had they're supposed to have like a drag event but they canceled that so i don't know i don't know it's like kind of a hit or miss we should hit up jorge and see what's happening <laughs> yeah yeah, I like I definitely regret not being able to go because it sounds like they created such an amazing atmosphere, particularly in this area where there's just not a lot like that to go and mm -hmm. experience. Uh, so it's unfortunate. It sounds like maybe the pandemic kind of dealt a heavy blow there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was sad though. Have you found any other spaces in the area or? in your travels um yeah like some of um most of it is like centered on the bear garden but like 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 local breweries like there's things from eccentric uh um things from dallas and things like that like i mean i tasted most of them at the bear garden like it's mainly centered around the bear garden but like it's all about texas in a sense like some of my poems are about Guadalupe Peak and just like hiking and just like West Texas in general. Um, so it's not specifically just to that, but um, I don't know. It's like a little, it's a little tour of <laughs> beer. <laughs> yeah. And so in your bio, you mentioned some of the 
some of the ways that you identify um, as it pertains to the state of Texas. How much influence did you have from your experience in Texas? My name, the Kalichi Fields, stems from like the transient aspect of this place. Um, like really towards like the sex work and that happens, like thinking about the oil show that would have like a uh, like a trailer dedicated to strippers and how many people fly in, you know, there's a direct flight from Vegas. Um, so my little saying is like, while well, he's out here away from his family, his wife and kids or whatever, he's out here plowing these caliche fields. Um, and just calls to like, ha- whenever like, I don't want to say roughnecks, but just like oil hands and oil field workers, blue collar people, like they walk in and they just have like caliche caked on their boots. Um, and then they like never, never like, you know how they have like little brushes at the front of the, the stores and places to like wipe that off yeah. <laughs> or brush it off. They never do. So it just like caked around everywhere. So it's just like a, a literal drag um, and cleaning it up is so, so messy, but um so yeah, it's mainly about that. It's like Kalichi, like when people hear like they're like, oh my God, that sounds so beautiful. But then we you come from like an oil field background or just anywhere around these parts, like it's like, ugh. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh so yeah, I definitely go through that and then just being like queer in this area is very interesting. Um like I generally say that this area is pretty trans. Like, not just sexually, but, like, people don't stay here that long. They usually come and go. Um, everybody's goal is to, like, leave right after high school and never come back. Um, and then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, I, I have noticed that some of the poems are take place in different areas and so are any of them inspired at a time where you were really feeling that really wanting to get away from this area um not well it's not really like wanting to get away from the area but like maybe like getting away from the people that i was with um like i said like sometimes they would just like you'd see somebody walk into the beer garden and it's like oh no like uh and like I said like being queer in this area you're like you're very displaced uh things are on the DL sometimes like you see somebody walk in and then it's like oh you have a wife or you have a girlfriend and it's like that's very interesting because that's not how we met and nobody had ever told me that so you feel like some type of way for that um but I don't know it's mainly rooted like in this area and just like catching a feel for like what's going on here um so i was thinking one of my poems is specifically about summer mummers and um it's uh like the vibe that was caught there and like the little like heroine and hero moment at the very end of the show and it's like you're my hero um and it's just like i don't know the place could be literally at a different table in the beer garden or a different section or like with a different different set of people it's not necessarily like i have to be in a whole different other state because i wrote it essentially as like a love letter to the permian basin um 
just like the culture and everybody who lives here. Um, but sometimes that can be toxic and sometimes it's not the best. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I am reminded at you know, certain points that I've checked in on you and your journey, there were times where you were really dissatisfied with life here. Have you seen a transformation? Has writing this you know, prompted that transformation or, you know, vice versa? Mm, yeah, I think like the ref like the reflections and retro retrospect of like 2020, that entire year just like led us to be like very contemplative, intensive. And it's just like a lot of self-reflection, you know what I mean? Like I did go away from this area and I came back and like, I don't know, like I just got homesick um but there are times like yeah like when I've told you and like multiple people like I don't really belong here either but um I don't know like thinking about when I moved away like uh you really do take yourself wherever you go and so like no matter where I would be living I would still experience these problems you know what I mean? Unless I worked through them, like through the 2020 reflective year, you know what I mean? Where we really had to like figure out what we wanted to do with our lives because so much changed. Um, but so, I don't know. I don't think I'd lost track of what the question was. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, just you know, discovering if you know, if during this process of writing this book, you maybe felt differently about the place you're in. So I think you answered it. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and particularly with the pandemic, I think we've all kind of gone through this huge transformation. Just living in such uncertainty really changes the way you think about your life and what you're doing. And I've seen so many people really push towards pursuing their creative passions and that's been really exciting to see because I'm so blessed to know so many talented and creative individuals so it's been really mm -hmm. fun to watch them grow mm -hmm. and thrive like I was so excited when you sent me that you were publishing this book and I had my copy here oh my God. like <laughs> <laughs> like I loved it I've taken it really really slow because like I said you fit so much into such a short amount of words like this tiny amount of words on the page but it's so much like I feel like I need like three to five business days to like process <laughs> what I've read but like I love that you know as terrible as the pandemic has been all of the like pain and suffering that's come from it like there's so many beautiful things that have come from it too that's why I'm like, I love your book. I love that you're on this sh show with me now, my podcast, my creative expression that's come from this pandemic. And mm -hmm. you're going to have your show on the 25th, which is really exciting mm -hmm. for your reading. Um, are you looking forward to that? How did that come to be? What's the goal with that? Yeah. So, um, uh, so over the pandemic as well, like there was uh, a couple that came back uh they came back to the Bermuda Basin <laughs> and they were they really saw like an absence of like um 
uh, I mean, you, we both lived here for so long. Like we see gay clubs come and go. Like we see like LGBTQIA plus representation, like come and go, wax and wane within the area. And so they decided to establish like a pride center. So in the pride center, like I started getting involved um, more like when I was graduating because I went back to school too and I finally finished my MA. Um, and I was just getting involved on campus and I did a pronouns resolution at UTVB to get people more aware of like utilizing pronouns. And then uh, the Pride Center was just like, hey, we have this book club like, and we'd like for you to join. So I just went ahead and did that. And then we wanted to feature local artists, um, like local local authors. So like, there's there's plenty of people who have been here and like have uh, like written things from the Permian Basin. But there's very few people like from Midland Odessa uh, that write. Um, like there, I don't know. Like there, I'm pretty sure there's more of us, but like there's very few. Like Cormac McCarthy has definitely like talked about this area plenty in his books but he is not a native Texan and he's not a native person of like the Permian Basin. So we just started with that and um, yeah, we just started, it's, it's set up for Friday. <laughs> and I'm just gonna read some of these poems and then uh, read some new work and then some things that inspired me uh, when I was writing it. Um, and yeah. That's really exciting. Um, mm -hmm. Another thing I love about it is the artwork, and then I'm also really interested in the publisher because they sent this really nice note with the book, thanking you know everyone for purchasing it. How were you able okay. to make that connection with the publisher? Um, so I just did like a, a blind cold call, like cold submission to them. Um, I just randomly saw it open in February. And I submitted it and I was like, oh, it's, it's like not within their requirements because before they had, they had it like, it's supposed to be a micro chop. Um, but I submitted it and I was like, what the hell, I'll just do it. And then they got back to me and they're just like, um, it's an automatic yes. Like we've read it the first time and it was just like, yes, we want to publish this. And like I said, like the girl, one of the girls who established it, um, she has family here. So she like really has a connection to the Permian Basin in Texas. And so she just was like, it resonated with her. I didn't realize that she sent notes to everybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I got a is... really nice thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's lovely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's a very small, like we're the first people. There's only three of us, like another two poets and me um, who got selected for it. And it's like really indie and I just like how like it's um, like we hand bound things. Uh, she did her own orders and I have my own like sets of copies that I um, I bound together myself. Um, and it's just been a really fun experience. Like we talk daily, well, we try to talk daily. Like, I mean, I don't know. It's just like immediately like, give me your number and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and we're just talking through there and like talking about it. And, we keep with each other like on the through insta and twitter um and just keep up with each other's lives so it's really it's really the indie part of it like like we're talking about like everybody has this creative thing that they're going for over the pandemic and so it was just lovely to see like what that brought up in people and like the connections you can make which kind of like reflects like the idea of mine 
my chat book because you can make a lot of good connections and a lot of good things are shared over uh, like a pint or a glass of wine or a shot <laughs> or a cup of coffee or food and just in general you know what I mean the service industry it brings a lot of people together so yeah and yeah we really really missed that during the pandemic for sure mm -hmm. it really makes you appreciate it Mm -hmm. um, how did it feel to get an instant yes that sounds amazing like just an automatic yes we want to publish this I mean it was definitely like a lot of self-validation you know what I mean because like I wrote this and I was like nobody's gonna understand it like I don't know I felt <laughs> like being here like I felt like nobody really understood me um yeah. you know what I mean like I I just nothing's very traditional for me so having somebody that was like I like this and I get it and I understand it and I was just like wow that's lovely <laughs> so I don't know I just I'm glad it resonates with people and I'm glad people hear what I had to say and I hope I make people laugh and not cry or sad <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's like the wonderful thing about art right is that they get to process it and feel it however they want mm -hmm. to or however they need to really that's mm -hmm. the thing but I mean so mm -hmm. far I've just really enjoyed what I've read like it's just been like joyful to read it um <laughs> but yeah so what's next you've got the reading coming up are you working on new poems yeah for sure like um I always have different things like this is just like very thematic but some of my other stuff is like very like spoken word and like directed like very pointed like kind of like slam poetry but not really um so at my reading I'll probably read some like new things that I've written um like just expand on like some of the themes that I went through like like I have this whole poem that I wrote about hiking that I just did in El Paso. So I'll probably share that. And then um, I have some other like works in the like works in progress, but like I was working on them today at Far West. Uh, <laughs> so it's just kind of hard, like since we like I'm not unemployed anymore, so I don't have as much time to just focus on my writing. So I take my free time where I can get it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you're working, are you going to school as well? Did I hear that correctly? Yeah, so um, I'm getting a second MA, <laughs> um, wow. this time in English. <laughs> and so I should graduate soon with that. Um, and then I'm teaching, so that's always fun. But uh, like today, I just had today off because we're out of school, but. Yeah, well, that's awesome. How much longer do you have with the the degree or the MA? I'm hoping to graduate by this year, hopefully in the summer, but I might push it back to the fall because writing a thesis is kind of overwhelming, but I'll have summer off to do it. So that'd be cool. <laughs> right. Yeah. So how do you balance all of that, the responsibility of school and work and wanting to continue on this creative expression? Um, by definitely putting myself first definitely like I don't know that's just like a life lesson like you have to look out for yourself because nobody really will do that for you and I think like with the great resignation like we really recognize that within like a lot of corporations where they're like put yourself in danger and you know what I mean like yeah so 
it's like just take care of yourself first and then everything else will fall into place you know what I mean like don't be so stressed about the small things like you know it's very very cliche to say that like money is replaceable but you're not but it's true like you only have one life to live and there's always going to be work <laughs> true <laughs> for better or worse there will always be work <laughs> yes <laughs> So I read some of your past works as well. Uh, I noticed that some of them have been pulled through into this recent publication. Um, do you have any favorites over the years? Any ones that are really special to you that stand out from the rest? Um, so I guess like one, like the one you picked out, like True Love, that was one of my favorites. Um, and that's specifically about the the beer garden, like making friends with the bartenders and staying late afterwards. Um, that's always fun. And then, um, like the whole Meridian Hive, like those poems, like always resonate with me, just because like Meridian Hive is like a brewery. They do a lot for the conservation of honeybees hmm. because they they mainly produce mead, and so like. I just <laughs> my favorite one is uh peach um the bee cause that's tea <laughs> because it's like the it's literally the bee cause because like it's yeah. a cause for the bees and I just think it's funny um that's my favorite line <laughs> but other than that I think like like local breweries and like the local beers that I talk about like West Texas Gold or um not necessarily like too local but like hell or high watermelon that one i really liked too like, i don't know there's just a lot to say about like texas and then like of course we grew up as texans so we have this like immense pride for our state <laughs> yeah um yeah <laughs> <laughs> so those always like really resonate with me yeah i noticed that there's also this theme of you know being outside and appreciating nature too Mm-hmm. how much of that do you experience while appreciating you know the beverage of beer or wine or whatever it is what's the tie there for you um, just like the portability portability of it all like you can literally take beer anywhere and enjoy it like by a campfire um maybe not be the healthiest thing to drink while on a hike <laughs> gotta stay hydrated but it's like you don't have to be in a certain place to enjoy something you know what I mean like a, a cocktail like you do have to be in a specific place where you can craft like a, a well-made cocktail but like even like we're learning like you can do that anywhere if you like prepare yourself for that it's not like traditional to bring out like a whole like cocktail set and make something in the middle of the woods but glamping is a thing <laughs> um <laughs> true yeah like I said like that just goes back to the transient nature of our of our area and like the type of work that is really prominent in this area yeah. like rig hands and oil field workers like spend like plenty of time just hanging out in a field not hanging out but you know what I mean like they they're forced to live in these conditions and like there's not many of us that just stay indoors you know what I mean right yeah, it's yeah. definitely a way of life here to spend as much time mm-hmm. outside, whether that's working or recreational. 
or social. Yeah, yeah. And that's like the, that feel whenever you are in like an air conditioned place and it just feels like so cold in the summer for some reason. Like you're like, this isn't right. And then you step outside and it's like a hundred plus and you're just like, ah, it's so refreshing. <laughs> and like you just feel warmed, <laughs> warmed instantly. And I don't know, like there's just something about the summer that like resonates with me. Um, that's so much better. I, I don't know if it's like conditioned to the way that we experience winters. Like last year, our great snow apocalypse that we had where we couldn't go outside. Yeah. <laughs> or we, we were struggling to like live indoors too, with like the power outages. Um, like there's just something about the summer that seems safer in the Permian Basin because of like the absence of ice. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's funny too. It's almost like a point of pride here to be able to survive our summers and to thrive in our summers because, you know, you'll mm-hmm. talk to people from other areas who are used to harsher winters and mild summers and they just, they don't like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't yeah. enjoy the heat. And that's funny. Mm-hmm. It's funny how much we do, how much we really appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. But it's like not even, I was about to say like, it's like a Southwest thing, but not really. Like even though like Colorado, Colorado's like in the Rockies, like when I was living in Colorado, like they didn't have air conditioning. So when it got high, in the summers like I think it got above 80 one day and they were like stressing out and they're like oh my god it's so hot <laughs> and I was just like um this isn't that bad like I feel very comfortable chilly. <laughs> it Could was be warmer <laughs> I would see with my my window open because it was so refreshing to have like 60 degree weather at night and they're like what are you doing that's crazy it's so cold and, <laughs> I was just like, what is this life? Like, you want everything to be, like, in the 70s? That's great. <laughs> Perfect 70s all the time. <laughs> yeah. So are there any, like, final thoughts you want to include? I mean, it's very Maybe sizzle. some words of right. wisdom for those who are interested in doing a similar work. Oh, for sure. Like, just follow your heart like <laughs> I know that's never like the best thing to do but um or say but it really is true like just follow your passions um just like one thing about artistry is like there's not a right way to do it there's not a way to be the best at it you know what I mean like the only person you should be in competition with is like yourself and as long as you're resonating with somebody or somebody's hearing you or understanding or seeing what you're doing, um, as long as you have like one person that you can reach out to, that's always like the goal. It's not about getting like the most followers or the most money because that's not what art is about. Yeah, well, I think you have set some strong competition for yourself. I think you're gonna... (laughs) really have to work to beat yourself this next time (laughs) i'm excited to see what you come up with next Mm -hmm. it'll be a journey for sure adventure (laughs) right well i really appreciate you coming on and talking and i'm very happy with all of the success you're having you sound good you look good your work is good like i'm very happy for you thank you thank you for having me yeah of course it's been so lovely 
Thanks for joining us for another episode of The Mock-Up. If you like what you hear, make sure that you subscribe to our channel so you won't miss another episode. We'll see you soon for your next bi-weekly internet download.